0: this intro
1: what's up everybody and welcome to the latest episode of the circle of slime it's me your boy skinny and i'm joined by the one and only ozzy fresh Happy Taco Tuesday, everybody. We back, we back, we back on this glorious,
0: glorious Tuesday. It is June 21st, and we're ready to rock with this
1: week's episode of the Circle of Slime. There you go, there you go. Um. We me get lucky. We've been having our show on Tuesdays. We gotta do like a special Tuesday show where we're at like some fucking taqueria or some shit like that. That'd be actually pretty cool. Having a taco episode. Or maybe we could fucking have like a tequila Tuesdays. Oh, tequila Tuesdays. Last time we had a bottle of tequila on this show, we
2: got... (laughs)
1: Yeah, we had that was your birthday last year, right? Yeah, the Don Julio episode, Don man,
2: Julio. that was crazy.
0: The yeah, the, there was another episode we did the Crown Apple handle that we got almost halfway through too. Which that was crazy.
1: that Crown Apple uh, handle made its way into a couple episodes. <laughs> yeah, for <pretty> sure. <laughs> Those were uh, good times. Um, but um, while we're speaking of alcohol, actually, we're not gonna do that. Uh, we're gonna get into the weekend overview. <laughs> um, okay. I know we were talking earlier how we do like uh we do like a little show prep and we have a little back and forth about like our weekend overviews and i remember you said earlier like you guys are gonna have to fucking hold it down because <laughs> i didn't do shit again this weekend so yeah. um if you can get into detail what the shit that you did of was what kind of nothing did you do this weekend
0: all right so you know, not very eventful, but I kind okay. of just changed my son's diapers. It nice. feels like 275,000 times. Um, <laughs> it's funny because like we we literally have like 2,000 pairs of diapers, um, like literally counted 2,000 pairs. And we're already, com- we're at like the last three diapers of the newborn diapers like that's that we crazy. have of our collection. So I think I have to go buy newborn diapers now because we have like a bunch of size one, two, three, whatever the sizes are. Mm-hmm. But the newborns are damn near done already. And that's just insane in itself considering this little dude is shitting like three to five hundred times a day That's um, so uh so that was doing that uh but i did have my first father's day this weekend you know so uh that was pretty cool shout out to you man you sent me in a beautiful first father's day shirt with a bottle uh and a beer uh mug on it and i rocked that thing all sunday so it was pretty cool um, and then I uh, got to kick it with my pop. So what we did is he has a favorite Honduran spot that's in town, like the only Honduran restaurant that we go to. And uh, we went and picked up to go, you know, because we have the baby and everything. Uh, so while we were waiting for the to go food, I was like, hey, let's just since they have a bar there, let's have some beers and chop it up while we wait for the food, and then we can take it back home. So we did that. Uh, had some QT time with him just to kind of catch up on on regular life shit, and then hit it back to his house and you know had a couple beers and. Had Some more, you know, great Honduran food. I had some baleas some pupusas, some tamales, bro. I was crushing it, you know, my stomach was crushing it the next day, but uh, it, it was fun though. It was a nice little, you know, nice little celebration. It was, it meant a lot to me. I got a picture with me and my son and him, him wearing my son had his uh, my wife bought him a my first, my daddy's first Father's Day onesie he had on. I had the shirt you gave me on, and me and, and took a nice picture with my dad, so that was cool. Kind of finally able to join that not as a paw father as an actual father you know uh so that was dope so
1: yeah happy father's day to you too man i hope thank you, you, had you a man good congratulations <laughs> to you on your first father's day um i really didn't do shit much this weekend either i think saturday i must have just chilled all all day at the fucking crib watching tv uh sunday we did have a father's day dinner as well we all linked up after church um we went to this restaurant called village tavern um, Ooh, We had nice. some yeah, in Pember Gardens, we had some drinks. Um, everybody had a good time, and more than anything, my pops was happy. So, just like you said, you're able to spend some QT with your old man. I was able to do the same. Uh, and it was really more so for him. Uh, he had a great time. So how was your think- old
0: fashioned? You sent me a picture of it, but we oh. never got you never got into details about what it actually tasted Dude, so like. So
1: I ordered the old-fashioned and I ordered it for you. <laughs> like where the bartender comes or the waiter, whatever cause like, what can I get you to drink? Everybody's ordering beers, mojitos. And I'm like, want to do something different. So I was like, let me get an old-fashioned. And uh, we're used to going to the Luminary. Well, we'll get a nice smoked old-fashioned. Like a Luxardo more. cherry, a King Ice, smoked with, what's it called? Bullet Trace? Yeah, a Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace, Buffalo Trace. Yeah. And just amazing, amazing uh, old-fashions. I got this fucking old-fashioned... Um it was filled with like two inches of the fucking simple syrup. Is that what it is? Yeah. Fucking two inches of simple syrup, crushed ice, uh, no orange peel, no cherry. It was the worst fucking um old fashioned I've ever had. And I took a couple sips of it and then I started texting a friend. I was like, yo, this is the drink I got. She's like, Oh, that drink looks fucking terrible. I went it that.
2: <laughs> and it was at
1: that point, I was like, Oh, you ain't gonna make me look like no bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I literally gave that shit back to the bartender. I was like, hey, I don't mean to be that fucking guy, but this shit is awful, and it's not what I'm used to. <laughs> and swapped it out for a fucking Corona. And then I was going to say, it. just go to Old Faithful at that point. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Went to Old Faithful, swapped it out for a Corona, and that was it. So, but and you probably that, could get like three Coronas for the price of that one old-fashioned too. Yeah, I wonder how much that shit was, bro. <laughs> I, I didn't even see, because they obviously took it off the tab, so I didn't even yeah. know how much it was. I just thought it was going to thought it was gonna be a good old-fashioned so funny i sent you a picture of it and you're like uh enjoy but it looks like fucking shit 100 <laughs> yeah,
0: percent. i don't want to not... shit on your father's day drink but i look <laughs> my head and I'm like yeah that thing looks fucking awful <laughs> it oh, did boy. it
1: did look awful and the fucking crushed ice is what killed me i'm like who Every does that you're just like
0: ah can't even, even was... enjoy the whiskey with all the damn crushed ice in your it mouth it was
1: fucking awful all the crushed ice and literally like the the fucking whiskey was sitting on top of like a whole layer of syrup bro it was it was awful it was disgusting but other than that father's day was good congratulations to you on your first father's day um and if not i think that wraps up our weekend overview you got anything else exciting that happened uh just watched a lot of TV, man. I've been crushing yeah. TV. Yeah, but I'm sure we'll get into that as we keep <laughs> talking about definitely. Uh this weekend will probably be um a little bit more eventful. Uh we actually got two birthdays in the circle of slime this week. Uh both on I believe the 24th or the 25th. It's um EJ's birthday and Sir Slovinsky. So shout out to our Circle of Slime family. Uh, it's their birthday week, so reach out to them, Turn wish up. them a happy Turn birthday. Up. And uh should be an eventful weekend. We're going to a Marlins game this week, so Shout out to the Florida Marlins. It's also beer fest, um, so there's going to be some good stories on the weekend yeah. overview next week. Can't uh, wait to hear it. Without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna pass it back to you, slime, and you can give them the drink of the night.
0: All right. So uh, before the show, I I went ahead and told you that you probably might get a little bit jealous of the drink of the night tonight. Um, shout out to World of Beer, by the way. Uh, I stopped by this past weekend um, when I was in the plaza, and they do this mystery six pack thing now where you can go in and just tell them I want the mystery six pack and they give you a mystery six pack to go. And then That's all to go orders. Like yeah, they just pick all the beers for you. And then um, if you've had the beer, you can be like, yo, uh, take this back. So um, so that was cool because they gave me like a Miami Vice and I already had that. Uh, so I was like, I already had this a million times. Can I just swap it out? And they did. Um, and then they also give you 30 percent off on to go order. So shout out to World of beer because, uh, yeah, got a nice little six pack for the show. And I'm excited. So Without any further ado uh we're drinking what is called the wild night it is a honey cream ale an ale brewed with honey from Swamphead Damn, so, uh, you, you swamp head brewery so you weren't lying
1: you weren't yeah. lying when you said i was gonna be jealous at this drink of the night like that yeah. is my fucking flavors i'm, yeah. I'm excited definitely jealous yeah.
0: and uh so swamp head brewery uh based out of florida you know shout out to the everglades all the swamps so uh this is the description of it it says along the river's in the fields and through the forests of Florida, thousands of bees are hard at work, producing some of the sweetest honey in the world. We like to think they're proud that all of their hard work has ended up in our award-winning honey cream ale. Wild Night is light and delicate, yet bursting with flavor. We add local honey to traditional cream ale and a touch of hops to update this American classic. Enjoyable anytime you're thirsting for a crisp, clean beer. Our honey cream ale is what light beer should be. And they said B-B-E-E, so shout that's out to the puns. Nice yeah play
1: words. <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh without any further ado, let's take Let this first sip. Mm, I missed that right. sound. So it smells good as hell. Let's taste it. Mm, that's good, man.
1: You bitch you. you that's bitch. good. <laughs>
0: that's really good. I think I think I need to turn up the temperature of my mini fridge a little bit because this a is not warm. Like, it's not, yeah, it's not ice cold. Yeah. Like I think ice cold this thing would be or in a frozen ju- uh, glass this thing would be just remarkable but wow so it's like if a miller Lite turned into a perfect 10 model and then had sex <laughs> with a jar of honey oh, shit. and and covered its body in honey and then jumped in and into my mouth all at the same time so Damn. so it's 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 not crazy honey overwhelming where it's too sweet you still get that bite of the of the you know the ale um but it's like a perfect balance i think this is great for definitely hanging out at the pool barbecue you have more than one of those
1: yes yes 100 percent. it's still that's always an important question
0: yeah yeah because it's a it's still a light beer i feel like it's not a craft beer where after one or two you're like i can't do this anymore this is just too much give me a corona give me a miller light um i think this still has a, a nice full body of flavor but it's still crispy enough and nice that you can enjoy it multiple times or even take a six pack to the head if you really wanted to. So shout out to Swamp Head Brewing. This is their wild night honey cream ale. Uh, Give people a little
1: look. See here. It's kind of cool looking like a little guy fishing on a little, a little boat there. Yeah. Yep. It's got a wild night, man. I'm going to have to get me one of those. Yeah. Swamp
0: Head Brewing, man. Um, wherever you get your beer i'm sure they sell this probably at publix uh because swamp Head's pretty big think so. um maybe you know if not definitely total wine will definitely have it or okay. world of beer if you have a world of beer near you there mm-hmm. um i'm sure they have it in their fridges stocked up too but i'm gonna take another sip man this is such a man i've had back to back shitty beer weeks <laughs> and this, this is just like the, this is like finally a that's delicious exactly, change of face that's exactly dude. what
1: i was gonna say you've been suffering the last couple of weeks so fucking <sighs> enjoy that one uh we're, we got a, we got uh Jazzy J is finally here with us. You settled in, big dog? I'm here. Let's ride. There he goes. There he All goes, So right. Welcome to the circle. We got Jazzy J with us everybody. Um we went we went over our weekend overview. Uh we'll actually bring the show back in reverse a little bit. Uh was there anything exciting in your weekend that went down?
2: Man, I can't really remember what I did this weekend. <laughs> I smoked a lot of weed, so that probably has a lot to do with why I couldn't remember what the hell happened. But
1: this guy, you really don't give a fuck, but
2: <laughs> it was a good weekend. Occurred, I'll maybe. tell you that much. That's, that's
1: good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> So uh, there goes Jason's weekend overview. Uh, he got high and doesn't remember what he did. If that was interesting, <laughs> he's <laughs> so, alive and uh, well. Go so that's good.
2: <laughs> hey,
1: he's here. He's here. Uh, happy Father's Day to you as well. Yes,
2: sir. Um, Thank you, fellas. Uh, happy your daughter. Day to you guys.
1: Your daughter gave you a beautiful present on Sunday. She. She did a song. She did a presentation for you. Uh, we're so proud of her. I heard about that. My sister yeah. told me it was an amazing performance. So shout She out sang to you. it in Spanish and everything. So shout yeah, out to your daughter, that. man. These kids are getting big. <laughs> I and, was very uh, surprised
2: by that. Her Spanish is a lot better than mine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get them going really young. <laughs> Get them going young. So again, happy Father's Day to you. Uh, happy first Father's Day to Slime. We tackled That's our right. drink of the night. Shout out to Swamp Head Brewery. Is that what it is? Yes, sir. Swamphead. So shout out to Swamphead Brewery. Did we were able to post it on our, the drink on, of the night?
0: You said it's on IG right now. If you guys want to take a look at the at the artwork, and uh I actually tagged the brewery itself in the post too. So if you want to take a look into their brewery as well, feel free. Um, uh, but yeah, their honey cream ale top match. Top match. I'm notch. gonna have,
1: I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. I'm already
0: almost done with it, and we, <laughs> we're still like at the beginning of the show. That just tells you everything you need to know, considering you, you deserve jug, it. I was still only halfway through that Phoenix shitty kombucha yeah, so. you
1: had a fucking ipa two weeks ago and then a fucking kombucha kombucha <laughs> kombucha you got it kombucha uh, kombucha last week so you finally hit one you're batting one for three you <laughs> might be trying <laughs> a thousand on everything else but not on your beers <laughs> the beers. all right so moving on to sports ladies and gentlemen uh, since the last time we spoke um the golden state warriors won the nba finals um i'll let you say it slime go ahead what's that Fuck Boston, Boston. Boston. <laughs> you got six it. Games. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. We're, we're on the same page. You got it. So uh fuck Boston. The Warriors won the NBA finals. Um, Jason, I'll start with you first. Uh, can we get some post finals, game six reaction? Uh, what were your thoughts on the series? Um, and one more question on top of that. So, two part question. What do you what give me your reaction to the game six final and the warriors winning the, the NBA finals? And also, where does Steph Curry rank? Oh, I hate time? you. You hate me? Look at the, look at the banners
0: and look at what I just put in there. Cause I was, I was saying, I was I was uh, about to start talking about it. Um. Uh-huh.
1: there we go. <laughs> there you go. So put it put it up on the screen. Put it up on the screen. So well, will let him talk like, first
0: and then we'll jump when he answers the second question. We can get into there.
1: All right, cool. So reaction to the Warriors winning the NBA Finals and where does Steph Curry rank on your all-time list?
2: Well, it's funny you bring that up. My reaction to the Warriors winning the finals is correlated with where does Steph Curry rank among the greats in the NBA? Uh, I think him getting this ring establishes himself as one of those uh, Mount Rushmore type players. Uh, mm. Steph Curry is a player that he completely revolutionized the game of basketball he changed the way we played it went from a complete inside seven foot game to now you got seven footers who were on the inside now on the perimeter trying to match his threes because you can't match twos with threes and he changed the way the game is played Um, going into that or coming out of the series I think uh, I was surprised by how talented the depth is that Golden State has they've gone from those two years removed, losing Clay Thompson with those injuries, having Draymond go through his injuries, and Steph as well going through his injuries, losing KD, replacing them with Wiggins, with guys like Poole and coming back and still atop the mountain. Like it's crazy. Uh, they're, they're the way they can change this game, revolutionize it, and their game. It's a shooting game. That's gonna translate with their age. That's gonna go smoothly. Guys like Russell Westbrook, that type of kamikaze style basketball, it doesn't age well. Whereas these guys, already 34 years old, we could see them well for another four years dominating atop the league.
1: That's a great assessment. And I I've never looked at it from that point of view. I've never I never really considered that. That's such a great point that um their style of play does age well with what they're doing and it'll 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 give their run a longer limit than other teams might be able to have um slime i'll pass it to you uh give me your take on the warriors winning the nba finals like a little reaction to it and then tell me where does steph curry rank on your all-time list so i i after that map series, I felt like they finally felt in they fell into a groove
0: and they yeah, were just called. they were just yeah, that I called in five and they were gonna be destined to win the NBA championship. I feel like uh Jason Tatum was a shell of himself uh against Draymond Green and Andrew Wiggins. They truly made him disappear. Um Jalen Brown, I guess the NBA now knows he can't dribble after the Heat series <laughs> and and the finals. The guy picked once he starts dribbling, just let him trip over himself. He'll give you the ball. It's easy peasy. I think I saw a stat where Jason Tatum had 100 turnovers this postseason or something like that, sure the most did. ever. Um, So it's obviously defense is key. The Warriors have won four titles in eight years, bro. So I don't – that's – I don't know. I've heard like mixed things like they're not considered a dynasty because they missed the playoffs last year and all this shit. But, you know, I mean, I, I think that's as that, – yeah, that's as, that's as good of a team as you can get. And like Jason said, that – that is only going to progress in the way they the style and play that they don't have to necessarily get dirty and get in the paint and do all that nasty shit because they can shoot from wherever the hell they want. And it seems like anybody they pick up can also shoot from wherever the hell they want. So it doesn't even matter. Um, Steph Curry, now moving on to the Steph Curry topic. He picked up some hardware this season, bro. He was an all-star game MVP. He was the uh Magic Johnson uh, MVP award winner. He was the finals MVP. Yeah. Um, so like the dude had like four trophies in his hand, along with the Larry O uh, during the, the parade. And you're like, holy shit. Um, and to piggyback on what Jason said to why I think he is a top 10 player of all time is because he changed the face of basketball. Basketball is now a completely different game. Kids are now wanting to shoot from 35, 40 feet away because of Steph Curry. Like they don't care to learn post-game moves anymore. You have Carl Anthony Towns, uh, guys like that, they're huge that play perimeter basketball that no longer need to be in the paint. That whole game has changed. And uh, it might have revitalized the basketball in its own because of Steph Curry and kind of just made things fun again. you know, even Luca, uh, who is an all around great player, those step back threes from 35 feet are amazing. you know he just makes it look easy. But that's all I feel like uh, you know because mm-hmm. of Steph Curry because it, he was already arguably the best shooter of all time in his like third or fourth NBA season. Now he's Jason said Mount Rushmore that's that's amazing but I I think definitely top 10 he's he's jumped in there with the likes of probably the third best point guard of all time maybe so um you, you got know. two
1: people ahead of him
0: uh Magic Johnson obviously is ahead that's of him true. um and I think maybe Isaiah Thomas but maybe not um, I'll let Jason confer there but that's not really my era of basketball but kind of just from what I've been reading and you know everything that he's done for that position as well kind of changed the game too um but if not if not number two then you know maybe you know sorry if he's not magic is definitely better at point guard i feel like he's got five rings curry can still win up to six to seven rings if probably if they keep the same formula alive you know he can surpass that with time but um right now he probably is arguably a top three point guard ever to do it so that's pretty fucking awesome when you think Uh, of the echelon
1: of players in the nba I think you can make the case that Steph Curry is actually the best point guard of all time ahead of Magic Johnson. Um, he is the all-time three-point shooting leader. Uh, he did that shit he like is, four years ago. Yeah, <laughs> he's, still, he's got many more years to play in the game. Um, he is, there's no debate, the greatest shooter that the NBA has ever seen. Um, he's a two-time MVP, right?
0: Yeah, he was two-time a unanimous MVP, MVP too.
1: The first ever unanimous MVP Um, He's got a finals MVP. Um, I think a case can be made. I'm not here to make that case right now, but I think when it's all said and done, I don't think you'll even have to make a case that the guy's numbers after his career is over will just be just light years so much better than what Magic Johnson has done. And I'm not trying to shit on Magic Johnson. He's fucking Magic Johnson, but uh, Steph Curry has so much more to go and he's already accomplished so much that, um, I think when it's all said and done, he'll be the greatest point guard of all time. And uh, Ship, you might also be able to make a case for him on Mount Rushmore. What is Mount Rushmore? Four players? Yeah. You got MJ. You got LeBron. Um, People will say, what, Kareem? Yeah. Kareem and Magic. Kareem and Magic, or they say Kareem and Will. Um, It's going to be interesting how it goes down. Some people have Kobe. uh, I don't know, but I guess that's subjective at, at some point, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I mean, you're I splitting mean everything's time based. Yeah. yeah. All these guys
2: are great. You're splitting hairs at the end of the day. They they were dominant within their generation hairs. of basketball. Yeah. You know, Magic you're going to get a hard I think when it's all said and done like you said, I 100% agree with you. The numbers are going to reflect how great and special Steph Curry is. Uh both him and Magic changed the way the game was played. Yeah. Uh Magic a 6-8 Point guard. I mean, come both on! You know,
1: completely different players. Completely different exactly. players. Come physically as well.
2: Mm-hmm. As, I mean, from stature to the way they played, their yeah. size, the whole thing, and they both revolutionized the game within their era. Magic started that whole Showtime Lakers. You know, the run and gun that started with the Lakers. That was him being a six eight point guard that's how you got scotty pippen doing the point forward you know what i'm saying because a guys LeBron. like magic showing lebron you know it revolutionized the game now you go out to the park to play a pickup basketball game everybody's shooting step backs from five feet beyond the three-point line like that's steph curry the game has changed and it's and a when, win for
0: small guys shout out to yeah, kings out yeah. there
2: and, you know and not only that but <laughs> this is something that i don't know if a lot of people are going to bring up magic Great player. There's no argument. But you look at what Magic played with. Magic came in with a dominant, already champion MVP, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. James Worthy.
0: Oh, dang. I think we lost him. I think he might have gotten a call or something that that threw it out. There
1: there he goes. No, can't hear you. Let me unmute him. Can't unmute your guest mic isn't connected. Can you hear me? There we go. go. All right,
2: James Worthy. So James Worthy. Yeah, all these great players on his team of going up the Lakers. They were a dominant team. You look at the Golden State team. These guys came in all drafted together, young together, and the core was Draymond, Clay, and Steph, and that was it. You know, and they did it. You can, and it home. wasn't even
0: Draymond at first. Remember, uh, uh this guy Mark Jackson had David Lee in the lineup, and that's, that's when right. Steve Kerr came in and brought in uh Draymond instead, and, and benched bench David Lee, and that's kind of what became the what do they call it the maturation? Their, no, they're small ball. They call it something oh, crazy. I forgot what they call it. The, the, the death lineup. The yeah, death lineup. Like that. Yeah, the yeah. death lineup. So yeah, man, it's crazy. Shout out to Bob Myers, their GM, dude. Like that, that guy is literally turned them into one of the most prolific franchises to ever do it with
1: yeah. all this consistency, you They're know, and, up there.
0: yeah, for sure.
1: They're definitely up there with a the like of the Spurs. four finals
0: wins in eight years is pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah, you, ha- you have
2: to, it's mention a dynasty
1: for the most part. Yeah, it is. They're there with the Spurs, uh, the bulls, the Lakers, um, Are we going to throw the heat in there with those four Mm -hmm. years? Let's be biased. Let's do it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What was it? Four straight finals appearances. You guys want to talk about
2: that? They they even broke the 72 game win record. They They didn't win the title that year, but they did win 73 games.
1: Yeah. 73. And
2: you look at his numbers that season, he didn't even play in the fourth quarter. Of yeah, he was all just wiped the games. Out. He was, yeah. yeah, by the third quarter, they had like 20-point leads, and he already had 35 points that he was sitting the entire fourth quarter. Amazing. He's, he's amazing. Must be he's nice. amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Warriors are definitely uh, one of the best teams of our generation, and over the last decade, too, they've really ran shit. So, but all right, we're gonna move on, ladies and gentlemen. Slime, it's coming back to you for the good old fact of the day.
0: All right, so. You guys like Waffle House, right?
1: Love me some Waffle Waffle House. House. One time we stole a whole loaf of bread from Waffle House. We sure did.
0: (laughs) I remember that. You put that under your shirt. You just walked out that bitch. Had Wonder Bread for a whole week. It was beautiful. All (laughs) right. So the fact of the day, did you know if your local Waffle House is closed, you should probably run because 24-hour chains only shut down during the threat of absolute uh, devastation? FEMA unofficially determines the severity of natural disaster based on whether Waffle Houses in the area are still open. They call this the Waffle House Index. Oh, shit. Look at that.
2: That's insane. So let, me, <laughs> let
0: me bring that around again. If your local so waffle, waffle House. house? <laughs> yeah, it's called the Waffle House Index. If your local Waffle House is closed, you should probably run because the 24-hour chains only shut down during the threat of absolute devastation. FEMA unofficially determines the severity of natural disasters based on whether waffle houses in the area are still open. They call this the Waffle House Index
1: crazy fucking, the fucking waffle house is closed some fucking apocalypse went we gotta down. get the fuck that's out of here a
2: fact <laughs> for your ass. you go to waffle house they're closed fucking run <laughs> it's, e- it's either, either the roaches and the
1: and the mice
2: or
0: something bad's about to happen around the globe it's one of the either yeah. way you want to get the fuck out of you don't want to be there regardless
1: <laughs> that's crazy what was the last time you guys went to a fucking waffle house oh, with you
2: god <laughs> <laughs> when we stole the bread <laughs>
1: Last time i am sure went to a Waffle House was sure enough in Fort Myers, man. That was the spot after uh, some good old downtown boozing. Oh, yeah. And you fucking hit the waffle house. Imagine if it was closed and we didn't know this.
2: We need to get some out shit, of bro. Then. We would have <laughs> I think I wasn't I... even married the last time I went to Waffle House. What? Yeah, you've been, been married. Yeah, at at least 30 out, years. Bro. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember the last time I was shit. at Waffle House,
1: too. Uh, fucking Gerard was just sucking on a pork chop bone or a steak oh, bone.
2: Yeah. <laughs> steak bone. T-bone steak
0: you got out there. That shit was crazy.
1: He was only him, bro. Only him bro. Oh, only him, bro. Just going to town. I look over to my left, and he's fucking just deep throwing the whole fucking bone, bro. <laughs> fucking nuts. Good times. You always leave Waffle House with a good story. That's for sure. Oh
2: yeah. All
1: right. Back to a little bit of sports. Uh, We don't have much more left. It's been a really slow week. I remember, uh, again, before the show starts, we do our little show notes and we go back and forth. And Slime's just telling me, um, what are we going to have a show about? (laughs) uh, Steph Curry, apparently. Steph Curry, yeah. (laughs) There's no football. Uh, basketball is officially over. Um, I think Jason likes to call it the dark days of summer. Is that what it is? Yeah, the dog, the, the dog
2: the days dog, of summer. The dog days of summer, man. Finished but, my beer. It was
1: delicious. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, good for you. You <laughs>
0: <bitch>. <laughs> Sorry. Good. But,
1: uh, in sports news, Rob Gronkowski retired. Um, he's officially done. At least he says that he's retiring again. This is second stint doing this. Uh, one of the greatest tight ends that we've ever seen, I guess we could all say that confidently, correct?
2: Yeah, I could say he's the greatest tight end ever, dude. And better than Tony Gonzalez. Better than look how many years Tony Gonzalez and how long it took him to get those numbers. Grunt broke that shit in like nine years. He played eleven, but he was fucking hurt like the last, the latter part of it. So he played like nine seasons and he eviscerated the tight end numbers. He's like number one in every category.
1: When it's all said and done, you think Travis Kelsey will be? That's what I was. I was gonna go in
0: there. I was be like, do not
2: discount Travis
0: Kelsey, my (laughs) man, because he's definitely a wide receiver playing the position, and he's not done yet.
2: Is that the conversation we're having, or we're talking That's about how question. great drunk was? It's a question. <clears throat> when, it's, when it's all Kelsey, said and done, yeah. will Travis
1: Kelsey be the greatest ever, do you think? Or has Gronkowski had such the career that it is cemented? No, the- no,
2: no, 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 no. Records were meant to be broken. Uh, whoever, you you got your time, but there's always going to be someone bigger, stronger, always faster. Always a bigger
0: fish. That's
2: it. <laughs> so there's always a, a bigger
1: Here's a stat for you. Uh, Gronkowski has the second most playoff touchdowns ever. Jay Rice has 22. I think Gronkowski has 15. Uh, Travis yeah. Kelsey already has 12, bro. <laughs> That's
2: impressive, too. Yeah. He's going to be in the playoffs for injuries. a long time. Pending injuries, Travis Kelsey has the opportunity to be probably to end his career as the greatest tight end of all time.
1: Do you think um, if the if the Buccaneers make a playoff run that Grunt comes back
2: at all, or do you think he's done done this time? Uh, I don't know. These guys, I mean, Brett Favre, look at this guy. This guy was playing till he was, you know, almost 50 years old. Look at Brady right now. He's almost 50 years old. He's also still playing. Um, I, I, There's, you know, when you hear these guys talk about, like, what they miss, it's that camaraderie. And you guys, like, we've played sports together. We played rec softball. We miss that unity, right? Like, that's fun. You miss being with the guys, talking, you know, playing the game, whatever ability we have. But that universe, it's like a drug almost, you know? And these guys, they're addicted to that shit, you know? And I I don't know. I guess until the body says you can't do it, you never know.
1: There you go. So we look forward to that. Slime, you got any takes on this? Uh, Anything you want to add
0: to it? Yeah, I just... What the f- I mean, what are the what the Bucks gonna do now? Cameron embrace their guy, I guess. <laughs> so didn't they draft? Uh, don't they don't still remember. have OJ
1: Howard too? Right, yeah. yeah still yeah, have OJ yeah. Howard.
0: Oh no, uh, it says that OJ Howard is gone. Oh, look at that. Easy. Yeah. I'm looking wow. it up because so what parlayed this this discussion is uh because there's not much going on, we can jump into kind of like what are the fantasy tight ends to go to now? You know, I mean, there's tears that ESPN right. kind of brought up. And uh, it seems like there's obviously Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews and then um, Kyle Pitts. But then Hunter the Henry. drop off. Yeah. Uh, the, and then Darren Waller, Pitts. George Kittle. Waller, um, Kittle. You know, so after that, it kind of drops off. Our guy. God, and, and Mike Gusecki, Zach Ertz, you know, stuff like that. But I almost it kind said of, was it, our guy. Yeah. <laughs> But it kind of just like, you know, it's that's a big void, man. This guy's been a, the best tight end in the NFL for the last t- almost two decades, you know. So it's it's tough to see him go.
1: And it's crazy because I actually, actually think we have one of the better tight ends in the league. But our fucking quarterback just sucks. You want to do this? We're or? not going to do that right now. <laughs> We're not going to do
2: that right now. But here, here's their tight end room. Here's their tight end room. Hold on. First of all, our quarterback is yeah, nothing but tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> two <laughs> two but tight ends. You Here's got a big one. You got a big Here's one. Here's <laughs> their, their tight end room. They, they, it's Cameron Bray, Kate Otten. He was a fourth round pick. co Keefe. He was a sixth round pick. And Cody McElroy. I don't know anybody. So but draft Mike Cameron Evans, Bray. everyone. That's right? Because <laughs> <Right?
0: laughs> <laughs> they don't know damn tight ends
2: this year. Yeah,
1: did they bring back um, Godwin? Is he healthy? Coming back? He, they brought him
2: back, but he's uh, he's still uh, surgery the knee.
1: Hmm. Okay. But all right, so there goes our grunk talk. Um, slime, I know you got to be happier than a pig in shit, man. The fucking no Colorado. Way. You're I'm not, not happy?
0: happy. Guess what? The Rangers were up 2-0, and then they oh. lost one, and then they fucking blew it. So I never – no. So you're getting nervous?
2: Yes, getting nervous? of course. <laughs> <laughs> These guys,
0: I don't want them to 3 The fact that they pulled out a game three win was such horseshit. I was like, fuck. The Avalanche had scored like 11 goals on them in two games. It was like the most that their goalie has ever allowed ever. And and then they go ahead and lose Game Three.
2: They needed to keep the foot on the gas. Do not let these guys the come back. Uh, what do you mean? What's the stat? That they, they, what was the stat? They were like the only team to ever have scored six goals in uh after losing. What was the stat? Did, did anybody recall the stat? They don't remember it. Ah, I think it was something seven, about them they being one of the only six. teams. <laughs> uh, this, it was six. It says that in 16. the Stanley Cup Finals, they're one of the only teams to have scored six goals
0: and that's just and that's not that's stanley cup but that their goalie is like one of the best goalies to ever do it so to that to happen to him on top of that how do you not keep it going and win three zip you know you can't let these guys back in they've proven over and over again that they are the team to fucking beat and you gotta choke them and out do not let them come back i don't i forget when their next game is i don't know if it's tonight or tomorrow but Fuck man, it makes me nervous. I do not want the lightning to three p. That would just suck balls.
2: So let me ask you: Colorado <laughs> has
0: a two one lead.
2: How, how good is Colorado? Obviously, they're good. They're in the Stanley Cup Finals. How good are they? In man, comparison they're pretty to fucking Tampa? good. Their
0: offense is like second part of just the Panthers' offense, who fucking blew it in the playoffs. Obviously, um, is that but, their
2: strength? Their offense?
0: Yeah, their offense is just low key unreal. Um, same with
2: us too, but we can. We blew it. It gets me so mad. So, them having a 2 0 lead. No. Okay. So, going back to Panthers' talk, we were soft. That's what it was. Our offense was too finesse. When we got to the playoffs, those guys were banging us against the boards and whooping our ass all over the fucking. You
0: went to a playoff game against the Lightning, right? I did. And we won that game. It was the greatest game ever.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it was the greatest (laughs) game ever. It was amazing. It was a Um, great game.
0: But yeah, so am I comfortable? No. The fact that the Lightning squeezed out a game and then they just came back from winning a series down 2-0, never comfortable. And I don't even want to talk about them. Can we just skip this topic altogether? Like I, I, I'm glad that we're here. But hopefully the the avalanche take care of business. Again, I don't know if that game's tonight or tomorrow, but hopefully they tomorrow. Take care I of this it.
1: I tomorrow. I checked. Tomorrow, eight o'clock, game four. Uh the game I believe is in Tampa. They'll be in Tampa. And uh hopefully Colorado could leave with a three-one uh lead in that series so that our dreaded fucking lightning don't get the dub all right ladies and gentlemen the favorite part of the show if you guys stayed around long enough it's time slime give him the he did what
2: he did what
0: all right so this week is actually a pretty funny one um (laughs) they're
2: always pretty funny though.
0: Uh, well, the last one was kind of scary. People were was, people with water bottles. No, really sorry. Last week good. was the elephant. Uh, that was yeah. fucking nuts.
1: Dude, it's like we did that, he did what, and that shit happened. My whole fucking timeline on Twitter was just elephants, elephants, elephants. <laughs> it's like my fucking iPhone is listening to everything we do, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. So this week, he did what? The
0: header goes, alleged kidnapper takes a nap at the crime scene.
1: So That's pretty you guys fucking so ballsy, bro. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, so here's the story. One of the problems with committing crimes at night is that it's very hard to stay up so late. As one suspected robber in Abilene, Texas, found out, Kenyoni Sudeika, 20 years old, allegedly got into an argument with his roommate. According to authorities, he eventually took out a gun, tied him up, and held him hostage, demanding money. But Sudeika couldn't stay awake. Around 4 a.m., he dozed off, His roommate escaped and got help. Police returned to find Sudeika asleep and then arrested him. (laughs) He was held on aggravated uh, robbery charges with a $60,000 bond. It's apparently a common problem, too, as two people in Yakima, Washington, were also caught sleeping in front of the storage unit facility in which they had allegedly just robbed. Remember, take a nap before you have your crimes free. (laughs) (laughs) So this dude, he did what? He got into a fight with his roommate. He decided, you know what? I'm going to fucking pull a gun on you, hogtie you, and you're going to give me this money. But I'm going to take a quick nap real quick and I'm going to holler at you in the morning. <laughs> and then, dude breaks out, calls the police. Police find this dude asleep. Like, how easy as a cop? He just walk easy in. He's like, oh, he's job, right but- there. Yeah, let's just wrap him up. Let's hog tie him now. Throw him in. And, uh, that's where he do it for the week. Holy shit. Take your naps before you're great. committing crime, folks. If you're going to do it, up, take a nap first. Ends
1: up trying to hold someone for ransom, and then he <laughs> yeah. ends up having a fucking $60,000 bond. Unreal. Uh, you can't make this shit up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Jay, you got something? I, I see you want to spit something out. I got breaking news for you. Oh, uh, Our boy Fitzy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 put it
1: out—the greatest it's Dolphin photograph ever.
2: Th- let's stop that, okay? <laughs> it's Patrick gonna be working Thursday night football. That's
1: yeah, I'm excited stuff. What do you guys think
2: about that? Yeah, I love you like it. That? I love
1: it. I love yeah. it. I hope he opens the fucking chest hair and everything, and just love fucking it. big go beard, just everything. Becomes the best I ever. Do like Conor was McGregor the look.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why why, why be do you do that? Are we there transitioning to football? Because I do have a question for you guys.
1: Oh, we didn't have it planned, but uh, we're going to wrap it up. And like I always do, I'll give you guys the platform to say whatever's on your mind. And this is the opportunity. So we'll let you go first.
2: All right. Well, since we are in these dog days of summer, everybody's looking at what they do. So some people you know, tend to look at football because it's the next sport coming up. We got some OTAs, mini camps happening, and you got your fantasy football coming up. So... I have a question that I would like to pose to you guys in the audience, and maybe we can discuss this going forward. Okay. Um, and we can expand about it, Expand on it. Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill, who's gonna have the better year? And are they still first round picks in fantasy I think, football?
1: I think it's easily Devontae Adams. There's no question about it. Yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> to me, that's not even close.
2: Well, I look, mean, well, look, look, what, look what Waddle did with Tua. So Tyreek Hill, Tua, they can do the same thing, and it could be way more explosive because we know how explosive Tyreek Hill is in comparison Uh, to Waddle.
1: On the contrary to what you're saying, I think it just means somebody else is just going to be taken from Tyreek Hill's plate. He's going to lose receptions to Waddle. He's going to lose big plays to Waddle. So to argue your point, I think it's going to be even harder for him to put those first-round Numbers up, so I I don't see it happening. Devontae Adams is the for sure number one. Um, I think he has the way better quarterback. Um, I think he has the way better offensive system uh with Josh McDaniels. Everything in Miami, I think, is gonna be a run first type offense and little passes here and there. So I I would see Devontae having a way better
2: offensive year. Let me counter what you were saying in regards to the split. In regard to say this, football is a business, right? We can agree on that. It's a business. A lot of times the decisions are made based on the business, right? You just paid this guy a hell of a lot of money. And you only got him for a short window because he's at the back end of his prime now. Okay, I'm not talking about on the decline. I'm just saying he's at the latter end of his prime. So you don't get those eight years that he had with Kansas City. And you already paid him a shit ton of money. You're still going to split your offense or you're going to lean it more towards the guy you're paying than the younger guy you have for a lot more years to come.
1: I think you play to win the game. Uh, I personally don't think that's how it works. <laughs>
2: Absolutely.
1: Of course. And I don't think you play to win because, the game. I don't think but your just a higher. Look, they're going to give him his place. I agree a hundred percent, but Waddle had fucking over a hundred catches last year, bro? Um, for like 77 yards. Yeah, for sure cuz who, who only throws uh, 112 yards a game so it's not going to fucking happen. It's, it's All right, so so
0: I pulled up I pulled up uh Fantasy Pros uh rankings for wide receivers. Um currently they have Cooper Cup as the number 1 ranked wide receiver, Justin Jefferson at number 2, uh Jamar Chase at number 3 and then Devontae Adams at number 4. Tyreek Hill doesn't come in till number 7. You have Stefan Diggs and CD Lamb ahead of Tyreek Hill. Uh, so they're both still top ten fantasy wide receivers, um, but definitely Devonte Adams is top
1: four. Uh, yeah, so. and I think they're being. I'm sorry, I'm to the audience that's listening and tuning on. I think that's still way too fucking generous for Tyreek Hill being in the offense that he's in and the quarterback. Oh, you are has so
2: wrong, and dude. Having
1: his counterpart Jalen Waddle on the other side, and then you got Cedric Wilson too, and Mike Geseki. Uh, We actually got a lot of options, and we have a lot of weapons. not saying the Raiders don't, because they have Waller and Renfro and Josh Jacobs. They got weapons, too. But, um, yeah, no. Sorry, bro. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope we can play this back, and I sound like a complete fucking idiot. Uh, You will. Don't
2: worry about it.
1: I won't. I I won't, because it's not (laughs) going to happen. But I love your optimism. 100% you will. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah. So, that was Jason's uh, slime. I'll give you the floor now, if there's any... uh, last takes or anything you want to share with the audience and get out there before we close this episode up? Um, no, man, they're really, I just looked it up. There's
0: still 79 days till the NFL comes around the corner. So we got plenty of time. Um, but no, I mean, aside from the dog days of summer, you know, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm probably done watching sports. Uh, I don't, I could care less about Marlins regular season baseball for right now. I know Sandy Alcantara is up for probably being the Cy Young winner for the NL, um, which is awesome, but yeah, you're not gonna, you're not gonna catch me. I'm gonna catch you now, but another note, I finished showtime. Like I told you guys, I'm on the last episode of the offer, which has been an amazing show, uh, that you guys put me on. Uh, I just finished episode nine and it was beautiful, uh, kind of the transition with the mafia and stuff. I won't get too many details. So I don't spoil it for anyone, but kind of how they gave him a screening. It was super dope. Um, and uh bob evans the goat as you said comes to save the day uh but uh but yeah that's that's been great uh again i want to stress enough as well because i still like to get educational prehistoric planet on apple tv fucking watch it it's really cool you get to see watch it with your kids too guys like it's it's really cool to kind of get them to know what like real dinosaurs because this is like the closest to what real dinosaurs would have really looked like. So Velociraptors, how we see them in Jurassic Park, that they're like nine feet tall. They really were a lot smaller. They had feathers, like all this cool shit, you know, that you get to see um, kind of like real practical dinosaurs like in today's era. It's so fucking cool. It's completely CGI, would which is even more impressive because it looks like a BBC documentary. Um, so it's... It's the the British uh, broadcasting. Really yeah, yeah really take, really good, bro. take it easy there with the BBC, bro. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, it's uh it, it's it's uh, definitely a show to watch if you guys want to, especially you, Jay. If you want to smoke smoke a joint, watch that shit. It's fucking... Oh, no, no, I've, I've been, been watching it. it. Yeah, Jay, okay, J- yeah. J- J- we
1: we got Apple TV.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, so, so that's another thing I want to bring up on the wrap up. So, Jason, you fucking <laughs> ruined a lot of people's lives for two reasons. So. I go, um, I want to see Mission Impossible 4. Me and my mom went on a Mission Impossible movie marathon while she's been here helping with the baby. Um, We watched literally all the movies. But Mission Impossible 4, for some reason, is not on Paramount Plus where all the other ones are or Netflix where all the other ones are. So I had to rent it on Amazon, except it was on Showtime. So I was like, oh, random. Mission Impossible 4 is on Showtime. Jason gave me his Showtime login. Let me go watch it on Showtime. Perfect. Go in, this account has been disabled. I'm like, what? hell's going on i'm like i text slime i was like what's happening here and he's like oh yeah bro rest in peace it's over i'm like damn (laughs) it's done bro it's done for real and then no kidding like three days later rachel hits me up yo what's your hbo log and i was like oh you're hurting from this jason (laughs) fucking thing dude (laughs)
1: Everybody's tougher bro.
0: I was I was like, oh you heard from Jason Cut the court too
2: bro? And yeah, she, she was yeah. like, bro, how did
0: you know? I was like, cause I just started yeah. watching a movie the other day on Showtime and it said it was disabled and now you're asking me for an HBO login, so that's fucking hilarious. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so. Shit, it was too expensive. It was a month, bro. Uh, yeah. a me.
1: You should have been collecting a little friend out from everybody, bro. Right? Yeah. I just that thought that was,
0: it was—I just thought it was hilarious. Like everybody, everybody was crumbling towards each other. Like, hey, because yeah. <laughs> my, my
2: my plug is gone. Uh, Yo, yeah, I so. do I do have a new show for you that pops was talking about—the old man on Hulu. I've been I seeing every time first... I log into Hulu,
0: it's the first banner that pops up when I go in there. I
2: saw the first episode, I was fucking hooked. I went and saw the second episode. That's all they have right now. They just got the two episodes. But holy smokes, that shit is good. From start to go, it's just a boom, rocket shit, man. You're like, whoa, what's going on?
1: I've been hearing yeah, a lot really about good. that show. I got a couple of, uh, people that are watching it, and they're saying only good things about it. I'm currently watching uh, 1883. It's um, a good show, too. That's yeah, really good. Paramount. I'm really on Paramount. So that's good. But um, all right, man. Slime, you want to plug us in and get us out of here?
0: Yeah, man. So you guys already know rate, subscribe, review, uh, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Just even if it's just a heart, just like that thing. It'd be great. Um, It just kind of lets us reach our audience a little bit better. Um, So please keep continuing showing your support. Um, please reach out to us if you have any questions that you want to bring up on the show, any topics you want to talk about. Uh, We did get some interest in Tequila Tuesdays, so we might have to the circle of slime here might have to go all agree to go buy the same bottle so we can join in and maybe do a tequila Tuesday with the same liquor together. Uh, maybe next week. or would love to after. Be in on uh, a tequila Tuesday. We can all just do it together on the show. Like if we're all sitting in the same room, like, like uh, how we, how we envision this podcast in the first place. So please continue to support us. We love you guys. We thank you and find us wherever you find your podcast on, we're on every social media platform. Um, so please thank you for the support and keep showing it.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, wherever you're at, wherever you are, if you made us, the Circle of Slime, a part of your day, we thank you, we appreciate you, and we love you. It's me, your boy, Skinny, Jazzy J, and the one and only, Ozzy Fucking Fresh.
2: Peace out, everybody.